Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how to lay deep roots in God's Word. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and this is the first of three so-called pillar episodes. And we're calling these first three episodes pillars because this is where we want you to start. Everything else I talk about here on Rooted Daily is going to flow out from these three pillars. About first, laying deep roots in God's word. Second, growing a strong, bold spirit. And third, weathering life storms with Christ. And these basic fundamentals are going to undergird everything else. Paul writes to the Colossians in Colossians chapter 2. I want you to know how hard I'm contending for you and for all those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. So that just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. So first, Paul cared about the Colossians and that included Christians he hadn't even met yet. And he knows the dangers that they're facing from these fine-sounding arguments. He also knows that Christ holds all wisdom. And so, therefore, in order to protect them from the danger, he says, root yourself in God's word. You know, Paul's an incredible storyteller. And the key to any story is conflict and the resolution of that conflict. The tension or conflict between Romeo and Juliet's families was what captivated Shakespeare's audience, and it ended in resolution. Spoiler alert, they died. <laughs> in Jurassic Park, the audience sits at the edge of their seats to see if man can conquer extinct beasts. Forrest Gump endured the conflict of trying to win over Jenny. Conflict drives stories, and Paul uses conflict here like a master. He says, I love you, I care for you, but danger is ahead. And specifically, Paul warns of the danger of fine-sounding arguments. Now, at first glance, these enticing words, as another translation puts it, they may not seem like the world's most terrifying villain, but Paul assures us in Colossians 2.8 that these dangers can't be taken lightly. In Colossians 2.8, he says, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Make no mistake, Paul says, this villain is deadly. It'll take you captive and turn you away from the life which is found in Christ. Beware. And he explains that the danger of fine-sounding arguments was not in their appearance, not in the superficial, but in their root. Now, on the surface, we're bombarded with information. You know, this year, I pulled the trigger and got an Apple Watch. You know, Apple Watches are great for all sorts of things. You know, I can track exercise or lack thereof. I can listen to podcasts when I'm out running. I can answer texts on the go. It's great for a lot of things. 
but I've had to learn to be careful with it and limit the notifications that I allow to pop up and distract me. Because when I first got it, I'm a news junkie, so I downloaded all of the different news apps I could find. And my wrist was just vibrating and lighting up all the time. And the point is, right now in 2018, we are bombarded by more information per hour, per day, per lifetime than any other generation in history. The fine-sounding arguments that Paul warned the Colossians of, those are flooding our news feeds every single day. And Paul reminds us that most of the information we get, even if it's wrapped up in a nice package, is hollow. Now, that doesn't mean that every fine-sounding or enticing argument is evil or bent on our destruction. The gospel is enticing and incredible, and we should present it as such. Fineness is not the litmus test for danger, but back in verse 8, Paul gives us an identifying marker that we can find this deceptive philosophy. He says uh, this philosophy depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Paul says you can identify this villain by its motivation, by its foundation. And using Paul's analogy of roots, if you try to root yourself and these arguments, these philosophies, your tree is going to come crashing down because they aren't founded on God. So what can we do to grow roots that aren't on shaky ground? Jesus told us that everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Matthew 7, 24 through 25. So while anyone can make an argument, dress it up in a nice package, only Christ brought the words that can lead to eternal life. We need to root ourselves in those words, not just in thought, but in action. Notice back in Colossians 2, verse 6, Paul writes to those Christians, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Paul says we should be excited about the word of God when we hear it, but hearing and being passionate for a moment isn't enough. We have to apply that zeal to every day of our life after. Thought alone isn't enough. God demands continual action from those who place their faith in him. Live your lives in him continually. Jesus warns in Matthew 7, but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. You know, Paul warns that the hollow and deceptive teachings that rely on the traditions of men are dangerous. And Jesus tells us why. When we allow ourselves to take root in these fine-sounding arguments we hear every day, we will fall with a great crash. One more thing I want to note. Matthew records the reaction of Jesus' audience here when he's talking about where our foundation should be. And notice what happens when he finishes his teaching. In verse 28, when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds 
were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. The words, the words of Christ, they were inspired. And the followers that were there at that moment, they were listening to him, they recognized that. They knew what he was saying. It wasn't like the hollow arguments they normally hear. The people who heard Jesus then knew it. And we can know it today. This book reveals the amazing news of our Savior. And that's a firm foundation to rest on. That'll do it for this pillar episode of Rooted Daily. And we're looking forward to sitting down with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.